Hello and welcome to the Modern Musclehead Podcast. This is Scott Tuzana of MetabolicMasterpiece.com, joined by my co-host Brian Cron of BrianCron.com. Today we're going to be talking about going from lean to ripped, something that both Brian, <laughs> Brian and I know about. We've both gotten shredded for multiple photo shoots. I've uh, gotten crazy ripped for a couple of bodybuilding contests. Um, and it's, I gotta say, it's a, it's a different ball game. It's one thing I've found it very easy to maintain my weight around 155 right now, uh, visible abs, uh, but taking it up to that next level requires, it requires a bit of a kick in the ass and some mental strength. So I'm looking forward to hearing Brian's insights on this and uh, hear what his experiences have been like from photo shoot to photo shoot and any obstacles and challenges that uh, that he's gone through so brian my man welcome to the call hey how you doing i am uh i am doing fantastic i'm i'm nice and toasty warm here even though we're hovering just above zero i know you're dealing with some uh, pretty damn frigid temperatures up there in calgary oh my gosh my gosh i mean i can't wait till spring and it's only eight months away <laughs> that's great man that's great so what do you think? Like going from from lean to shredded mindset-wise, mentally, like it's have you found like the reason that I wanted to bring up this topic is because I've kind of been coasting lately. It's been easy for me to maintain this weight and I'm lean and I've wanted to get ripped again. I, but I just I, I found it challenging to really kick it up that notch to take that next step to really flip that switch and get into that that serious mindset to really dial things in what what kind of things like when you prior to photo shoots were, were there certain motivators for you that really triggered that drive to get ripped and shredded well, well like to be perfectly perfectly honest I've like I've been lean I probably get lean at least, you know, probably once a year I will get what most people would say is lean. But I've only been taking that next step into like, you know, really, well, like you say, shredded probably three times. And actually, yeah, three times where I'd be really, really happy with the end result. And just because it is such such a big step, like getting lean is relatively easy. You just need... You know, you just need discipline and a little bit of, uh, well, obviously some knowledge, but uh, and just you know, and just put your time in and and not make any stupid decisions. And but yeah, going to that next step, it's uh, it's it's a whole other ball game. And uh, yeah, mindset is a huge part of it. Like yeah, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Yeah. So it trying to think of so what what were some of your things like when you. Was the the did you book a photo shoot as a, a tool, a motivation tool to kind of yeah. hold you accountable to have that event set in place, um, a target to aim for to really hold you on track to to stick to that goal um, right to the end? Yeah, that's a the last time I did it. That's exactly what I did, and and in fact, you know what made it better. Um, was that was that I was moving too, and I had I had a, a set day where I was literally I was going to be leaving the country, so I mean I, there was if either I did it 
at the at this particular weekend or it just was not going to happen and you know how moving is it would probably not happen again for you know months afterwards so um that was a huge thing for me was booking the photo shoot paying for it in advance even though the, the photographer was like oh you can pay me that day and i, I was like no i'm gonna pay you in advance because i'm not i don't want to back out of this and then just uh that was that was huge for me so because it was a deadline that i could not i could not blow off you know like you know like it was just a buddy or anything like right. I, you know it was it was like being back in school like the deadline was there so exactly and and you hear that a lot and i've mentioned this in the the past i mean everyone you hear that that whole goal setting thing set smart realistic attainable goals and and have that deadline and in the past i've set multiple deadlines i setting a deadline was never an issue but i found just setting a deadline and even if I told people about it, even if I tried to hold myself accountable by saying, all right, I want to achieve this goal by a certain date, it still wasn't enough for me. I found, all right, I have a bad week. I just push that deadline off another week. Have a bad week, push it another. It was so easy to just change that deadline. It wasn't until I booked an event, a photo shoot, where I really felt that sense of urgency that I had to do it, and I did exactly what you did. Paid paid for it in advance because uh, I, I I'm I'm fairly frugal uh, and I don't like to. I mean, I didn't want to lose out on that uh, on that money. So it, putting it out there and letting people know. There's one thing to say, oh, I want to be ripped by a certain date, but to say, I have a photo shoot booked by a certain date, and people really expect to see those pictures. So that was uh, having that event made every. It meant everything. That that was like the ultimate form of accountability and having that. It made the deadline concrete and really created that sense of urgency for me. Yeah, and it's just it's just something that everybody, if you're into, you know, building an aesthetic physique or whatever, or it, it, you have to you have to do it at least once. Like I don't think people should take it to that level you know, every year, unless it's something that's really, unless they enjoy the process or if they, it's, you know, if they're doing a bodybuilding contest or what have you, but you should, you should do it at least once just to see really what you've been, what you've been building for so many years and, and just to really understand the process. Cause you learn so much about your body and, and, and about your, your level of in like of, of competitive drive when you go through this process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, it's, it's so cool. <laughs> so, so many benefits from having a photo shoot. I I like to use it as it's really my measuring tool. I get to see my progress from year to year based on photos rather than what the scale says. Um, so it's pretty interesting, but it is still interesting to see uh, a certain weight that I'm at when I do a, a photo shoot and then a year later what my weight is for that photo shoot and what I look like at that weight. So even a couple pounds, if you gain a couple pounds of muscle, it's pretty wild how different that can make your physique look. And especially like at this stage in the game for me, like the the muscle maturity, the, the, the detail it really shines through when I, I look from one photo shoot to the next from year to year. That's, I think what I notice more than anything is, is just that detail, that density in the muscle. Um, 
and just how I'm able to kind of bring up certain lagging body parts. And, and I think that's one of the things that I like about a photo shoot is that I can look at it. I think it's beautiful. First of all, I, I think of my training as a work of art, uh, as training as an art form and to see a, a professionally done photo shoot is uh, it's like seeing a masterpiece, my own personal masterpiece, a work of art and a, a sculpture. And um, I think it's beautiful. I, and it really, the first time I did it, first time I did a photo shoot, I remember thinking, man, I'm not, I'm not ready. I remember that morning looking in the mirror and thinking to myself, you know what? I'm just, uh, I'm not ready. I need to, I need to reschedule this and maybe two more weeks I'll be set. Uh, even though I had paid in advance, I thought, is there any way I could up this date, <laughs> oh, change this date, give myself two more weeks? Yeah, I just yeah, didn't think yeah. I was there. And then, and then I got the pictures back from the photo shoot and I thought, holy shit. I was impressed. I, I I was shocked. I, I, I didn't realize how good I really looked. You see yourself in the mirror every single day and it's we can be very critical on ourselves, but you get yourself in the right lighting with a, a great camera and background and you really start to see that yeah. your your true physique and uh, it's it's pretty freaking awesome. It blew me away. And I was hooked. It's it's the first time I felt I felt really sexy going through the photo shoot. I had a female photographer and having her put me in certain poses and I it just I felt incredibly confident there on the scene. I felt sexy and I saw the pictures and it made me feel even more, even sexier and, and high. I felt like a fitness model and uh, even though I'm not. <laughs> it, uh, did you, did it you have a rose cool. in your mouth too? Or? <laughs> <laughs> that'll be the next shoot i'll make That's sure it. i do that that'd be fantastic as long as it's not a red rubber ball in your mouth then i think we're all right <laughs> but i totally agree i think it's something that we not about the red ball i'm not doing that yeah. Uh, but yeah i think we all should do it because it it does you really get to see yourself in a whole new light and and i think it's a great measuring tool for ourselves well, and yeah, and the and the big thing is too, and even if you don't, if you're not into the whole vanity thing, or or, or if you have no desire, you know, you just want to build the most muscle you can. When you're like, even though you don't build anything during that period when you're when you're dieting down, or at least you're at best you're maintaining those months after you, your body just it it just super compensates like like nothing else. And if you know if you're really kind of smart, you'll plan. You know, you'll plan your your dieting, your peaking, and then you'll also plan the training afterwards, where you'll work on your like your like your weakest body part in that phase. And it's just it's it's amazing. Like that's when you just have your best growth. I find mm-hmm. like so you can kind of use this whole process, not just you know for uh, not just to, just to get lean and, and get the photos. You can also use it as a training tool in that way. Like you can say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my body fat down. Gonna and then I'm gonna have a, a spike afterward where I'm gonna attack my weakest body part, and it's it you really do put on noticeable progress. It's it's a really cool tool. It is awesome. It is it's a it, you gotta be intelligent about what's taking place in the beginning, yeah. like that that first week, especially like for myself when I after a contest there, when I was crazy 
um, crazy ripped and that and, and eating fairly low calories, getting back to eating even maintenance calories or a slight slight surplus, I, I could have easily created a workout program and started marketing it as how I gained 10 pounds of muscle in one week uh, yeah. because you do you really uh, the, the, yeah. the food volume you're eating more food and that has weight to it uh, the water weight that I gained um, the the, oh, gly- the glycogen in your muscles so there was so many factors going into play in that initial weight gain but then yeah, yeah like for for the two months afterwards I did feel like that, like that was a time where I was experiencing some of my my best gains because my body was compensating and uh, happy to be out of a deficit and happy to be in a a growth phase at that time. Oh, it's just the most, it's, it's the most magical period, man. Like I I can remember I, you know, just this past summer, you know, I got as, you know, I got as lean as I've ever, ever have. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. at, At 41. And, uh, just after the two weeks after that peak, I mean, I didn't go crazy, but I just was eating a lot more and just not really, just not stressing. That's the biggest thing. And just the way, you know, you're, you're kind of your glamour, your glamour body parts, like your arms and your shoulders, everything just kind of blows up and gets vascular and you still have this low body fat. So you're in this kind of magical zone and it's just, it's, it's just awesome. It's it awesome. You know, it, it's kind of fleeting, but if you if you don't go super crazy with what you eat, you can extend it for, uh, you know, a better part of a month or two months, and it's just it's it's more fun than than the actual than the actual peaking part. It's it's everyone should try it at least once. It's great. Agreed. Agreed. Now, for for this recent photo shoot, did you? Were you trying to? Did you just decide? All right, I, I'm uh, I'm ready. I want to get ripped. I'm going to book this photo shoot. Or had you been thinking about it for a little while ahead of time and trying to get lean, and then all of a sudden used needed to to book a photo shoot just for that extra motivation? Well, it's funny. Like this last time I did it, I um, it was almost more to prove a point, and it was just because I was um, I was living in New York at the time and uh, in, a, in a really small apartment. And so I didn't have, um, like, I didn't have a treadmill or, or any type of cardio equipment in my in my house or in, even in my building. And uh, just doing cardio, apart from walking around the city, uh, like, I just didn't I didn't want to be doing cardio. I just if I was going to go to the gym, I was going to lift weights, and that's it. And uh, so I wanted to see if I could get really really lean just by lifting weights. And the other thing I was doing was martial arts. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to do that, like no riding a bike, no running on a treadmill, nothing. And it worked. It worked. And it was just by virtue of just being really, really strict with my diet and busting my ass at the exercise I was doing. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of times, some of our workouts or weight training is, it's very cardiovascular. Leg day, back day, I know my heart is pumping, my lungs sucking wind. And uh, I feel like I'm doing cardio on those days half the time. Yeah, like I, absolutely. Like, like if I was going to get to that next le- level of leanness, like that, you know, paper skin kind of thing, I would have need to do add some, at least some morning cardio, probably a little bit, because like, but you can get virtually all the way there, at least in my case, just by yeah, by training really hard, busting your ass under the weights. 
and yeah, like yeah, doing like what you said, some higher rep stuff, you know, you know, creating a caloric deficit that way, and really, really tight with the diet, and that was that's all I needed. Yeah, that's the the very first photo shoot I did when uh for my 36th birthday. That was when I set out. That's when uh, that's when I really started turning things around for myself. I had a fair amount of weight to drop. I ended up um, burning 40 pounds off. And um, when I set out on that mission and I booked that photo shoot, my whole goal was to to prove that you can do it by eating your favorite foods and by without cardio. So I just walked, I walked my dog every day, uh, which isn't really cardio, but it still gets me out. It's that you're burning calories going out for a walk, but it's not like I'm yeah. on on the hamster wheel, yeah, um, yeah, trying to really burn things off. And yeah, when I I think a lot of people mistake that like when I when I say eat your favorite foods like oh okay this guy's making big promises where I can eat all the pizza I want or anything like yeah. no it's like no if I if yeah. I wanted a chocolate bar I was going to have a chocolate bar but it fit within my caloric budget for the day so I was still enjoying I didn't wasn't following any kind of strict crazy ass diet um yeah it was just eating what i wanted to eat as long as it fit my caloric target for the day and and walking and hitting the weights freaking hard and and that worked wonders and then i mean i've done photo shoots where i did just crazy amounts of stair climbing and and biking and that worked too uh i just what i what i have realized out of all the photo shoots that i've done and all the times that i've gotten ripped is that those times where I did a lot of cardio, whereas on the stair climber just about every day and, and doing intervals on the bike all the time, in addition to my weight training, um, I was pretty lethargic outside of the gym. I didn't have the energy to do all the other things that I really enjoy in life. And then now when I'm not doing much cardio, I still like to do some intervals on the bike for like 15 minutes a couple times a week. Uh, but if I'm like, so doing like hardly any cardio at all, I find that I am way, I have way more energy to do things with my kids, to be, to work around the house. I'm on my feet a lot more. I'm a lot more energy and moving around. And I swear I probably burn more calories doing that than spending that 45 minutes to an hour on a stair climber and burning the calories during that session and needing to sit on my ass the rest of the day. Well, that's just it because at least when you're doing stuff, when you're running around, whatever, if you're walking the dog or, or whatever, you're, you're kind of mentally engaged. Like yes. you're not, you're not thinking about, Oh, I'm exercising right now. You're thinking, you know, I'm doing another task or I'm whatever, I'm mowing the lawn or whatever. When you're on that freaking bike or that treadmill, I mean, unless you're one of those kind of people who's really into that type of exercise, like mm-hmm. it, it just feels like, when is this going to end? You know, how long, you know, you're staring at this, at, at, at the digital readout, like, okay, when, when is this time up? And I just think from a kind of a, a bigger perspective that creates a really kind of faulty association in your head with exercise. Like it becomes something like, okay, I have to do this. This is, you know, this is the, the grunt work I got to do. What, I can't wait till this is over. And it stops being pleasurable. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, like to me, unless I am completely freaking injured, like weight training is always fun. Like yes. it is, it, it's always like, 
I'm looking at the clock if I got to be somewhere later, but it's never like, when is this going to end? It's always just keeping my eye on the time. Like it's never, it's always fun. Yep. You know, and, Amen but, to that. Yeah. Like cardio, exact freaking opposite. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the way a lot of people view training, working out, cardio, whatever. It's, it's an activity they feel they have to do. It's something they don't always want to do. It's a lot of times something they they dread. Uh, whereas like you and I, we've obviously, we have a passion for lifting. I, for, I look forward to it. It's one of my favorite parts of the day. I love walking into the gym. I love being there. I love lifting. My partner and I, we haven't... Uh, we never miss a training session. We we have never missed a training session, a scheduled training session together. The only time we miss is uh, if I know he's on an opposite shift, and I have to. I just can't go in at the time that he can. It's it's all ahead of time. We know we're not going to be training together. But even that has only ha- I can count on one hand how many times that has happened in the past three years. Yeah. So, uh, we just we love to be there. It's a part of who we are. It. Uh, I just, yeah, I feel I feel bad for the people who who are doing activities that they aren't enjoying and aren't gaining as much out of the experience as they could be. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, do you do you find that you have to rely on willpower a lot, or what are some of the things aside from having that deadline with an event tied into it? What are some of the things that that help you stay? motivated to to keep on your diet because i like for us the training is not the hard part like we, we get into the gym no problem whether we're in a deficit or a surplus we love hitting the gym but nutrition to really stay dialed in with your nutrition and hitting your caloric targets what are some of the things that that keep you motivated well you know m- mindset is kind of everything i find and um i mean there's two things like number one is like number one is realizing that you 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 can eat literally anything you want and lose fat. It's just like you said. It's just you have to make an exception somewhere else. Like so, if you're absolutely craving, you know, whatever, like a handful of Doritos when you're at a friend's house, you know, it's it's not going to set you back that much. You know, at worst, maybe you cut back somewhere else at the end of the day and still maintain the caloric deficit that you want to be in like it's when you when you kind of understand that right away then you it's, it's there's so much less pressure and it just becomes yeah it just becomes just the way you eat now and it's not like you're being forced into this box and god forbid that you you know you you, you stray out of it for a second and make a bad choice which just sets up that whole all or nothing thing you know when guys will slip up at three o'clock in the afternoon and then spend the rest of the day just eating junk food because they screwed up mm-hmm you know, so when you accept that your body doesn't need to be so strict in that way, it's it's so much easier. Um, so that like that was the biggest thing, and I, it took me a lot of years to really kind of embrace that. Um, and the other thing is just just seeing this is this is kind of my job. You know, like I just, you know, I'm in this industry. I it's how I earn a living, and I want to maintain a standard of condition that people see and that I see. So I can look at myself in the mirror and go, okay, you know what? Yeah, I am a fitness pro. You know, I'm not just, you know, someone who writes about fitness and meanwhile doesn't work out or doesn't even look like they work out or whatever. I I always want to look at myself and know that okay, I'm a I'm a professional at this, 
and therefore other people see me the same way. So I mean, when I kind of adopted that, that really, that really helped. I mean, it just became, you know, kind of like a professional athlete. You know, most of the smart ones they feed their bodies very, very well because this is their job. Their this is their business, and they don't really see it as sacrifice. It's just what they do. You know, and yeah, that that made a big difference with me. I, I agree. I think uh, it's one of the advantages we have, like being in the business. It, yeah. it is our business to be in shape. Like our body is a billboard for yeah. uh, what our programming can do for people, what our guidance and expertise can do for people. It's like we're our first customer. I always feel like the, the hair club for men commercial. And I, not only the president, <laughs> I'm a customer. Well, you're not a customer, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a customer of the Hair Club for Ministry. No, I'm, I'm a customer of BIC. Uh, maybe president of BIC or something. <laughs> yeah, they don't want me on their commercials for Hair Club for Men, that's for sure. <laughs> but no, we are, we are a billboard, and it certainly helps. And I know for myself, uh, the more ripped I am whenever I do go through a cutting phase my business does pick up. People like to follow the example that I'm setting. Um, so it does help. It kind of helps. It forces me to stay on, on top of my game. And I pride myself on integrity and, and really put myself out there. And I, I love being on YouTube and sharing little selfies of me just to, just to so show people that, you know, I, I walk the talk. And yeah, uh, yeah, this is what uh, you can expect. So I think, yeah, being out there, really putting myself out there, being on YouTube all the time, um, it, it that's motivation in itself. But even still, even though I do these, these daily videos, I found um, like a lot of times I'm wearing a tank top and like for guys, a lot of times our, our arms and shoulders can be look really lean and ripped and we can be vascular, but still be carrying around uh, some extra weight around our stomach. So it's very easy for us to, to kind of hide that little bit of extra weight. And I've really wanted to step up my game and, and get shredded. And I've just been kind of battling in my head. It took me a little while to really be ready to, to take it to the next level and, um, and get crazy shredded, and uh, it was I had a little battle going in my in, in my mind, and then finally, I said, you know what? Fuck, I got to do this. And once once I flipped that switch, and decided, you know what? Enough is enough. I, I'm lean, sure. I look great. I really realized that I was just kind of settling and and um, coasting along, and it just wasn't it wasn't sitting well with me. So. Mm. Once I decided to make that decision to to get ripped, it's it's amazing how just the act, like taking action towards your goal, has completely changed my mindset in itself. Like I I feel reinvigorated because I fully committed to the goal of of getting ripped, getting shredded up. I don't have a photo shoot booked yet. I'm gonna do one. I know I want to compete in the fall as well, but just this act of fully committing to just getting shredded in, and just for the sake of put myself just to be an example to the people who follow my blog and YouTube channel, uh, just setting that example for them. I just, it's changed my actions, my mindset. Well, my actions have changed my mindset. I just feel like a, a new person right now. Just totally crazy freaking fired up to in all areas of life right now. 
That's awesome. I mean, yeah, I I couldn't agree more. It's uh, it's such a sh- <laughs> getting that lean is it sucks so much. Like even, it, it's a it's a difficult process, but it is so rewarding. It kind of stokes your fire for the next few years of your training. It seems you know yeah. it's uh, yeah it's 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 good. Everyone should do it just you know for that like just to get that that reward. You kind of it's like you reach a different club. Like you know everybody works out. You know, and then kind of it's like a pyramid and less people get results and even less people get really, really good results and only a handful take it to that next kind of level. And you kind of like you join, you know, you join a little club when you do that. And it's, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I always feel like I tap into that um, that inner athlete in me, that, that yeah. young that young teenage sprinter who uh, who really prided himself on giving 110% and always working through that burn, always pushing beyond where everyone else pushed. And um, sometimes you, I mean, it, I think it's okay to co- coast a little bit. I mean, even the, the professional athletes need to ease off the gas, uh, ease off the throttle every once in a while. Um, but when I, and I think that was like, I had that defining moment last week, we started a new training phase and on the leg press machine doing 20 rep leg presses and at 10 reps feeling the burn and and really being able to mentally block that burn out and keep pushing out another 10 reps you feel that burn you feel that lactic acid kicking in and just to work through that i think that i i thrive off of that i always thrived off that as a young athlete and i thrive off of it in my training when I take it to that, that yeah. level, I, I, I'm not always there. I go through little phases and when I've been at my best, it's always been when I've, when I've been in that place where I kind of embrace that, that burn, embrace that push. And, uh, after that moment, I found that, yeah, I mean, being in a deficit sucks. <laughs> it yeah. does suck. It's a challenge. And I think like I thrive off of that challenge right now. Is it so so realizing, you know what? I pushed through that burn and feeling that man, I, I miss this challenge. I, I I miss kind of pushing myself through these tough times. And then I get to diet, the nutrition component. I'm like, yeah, I man, I can only hit eat this many calories today. That sucks, but you know what? It's a challenge for me. And I'm I'm in this challenge mode where I'm really thriving off mm-hmm. of that challenge. So I think that in itself kind of motivates me and and keeps me wanting more it keeps me wanting to dig deep and really show myself what i'm made of so i think that's kind of the mindset shift that that i'm going through right now just that just embracing the challenge of it all yeah i mean but there's there's also a flip side is that and one thing one thing that i see and it's especially around younger guys is that you know everyone wants to be lean and and or or most people want to be lean and cuz that's when the body basically looks at its best but you have to have you still got to put in your time and you got to have some size and and if you don't you know if you don't have it's important for people to, to get a foundation first and that that doesn't mean get fat or, or even get out of shape or whatever but if you're if you're too strict with your diet right from like step one you'll you probably will have a, a hard time building that that foundation I mean, you just you do have to, or at least have periods of the year, even where you just a little more relaxed in your diet and you focus on building some size. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, without that, it's just it, it, 
it just don't work as well. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a, a kind of the typical, yeah. like a periodized yeah, approach. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you shouldn't. Well, I mean, ideally, you shouldn't be cutting all the time. <laughs> no, I know. I know. <laughs> get, get your goal, achieve your goal, and then uh, build from there. I think, like, I've gone through times where I, I've done the whole dirty bulk thing, and I, I yeah. listened to a lot of my friends and colleagues who said... Uh, don't be afraid to lose those abs, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta beef up. You gotta add size, especially being a smaller guy like myself. Yeah. Um, but I, I really found like those times where I, I ate a lot. I really didn't gain that much more muscle than when I stayed lean and just had a slight surplus. Yeah. yeah. I found you just need adequate calories. Um, so just barely above maintenance, keeping things in check. And I think also like mentally, I just feel better about myself when I stay lean. And for me, I think, I think it's gotta be different for us smaller guys. Like I can stay within five pounds of a a photo shoot and maintain that weight relatively easily. I I don't find it very difficult to, to maintain that. But I think I have a feeling like the bigger you are, the the a little bit more cushion you can have. I think it's a little, maybe a little bit tougher to maintain that level of leanness. I'm I'm not sure about that, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I find it's very it's relatively easy for me to maintain the little five pound cushion. So I kind of have my my little standard, my visual gauge of how much I'm able to kind of let my abs blur. A little bit. Um, it, it, I definitely wouldn't want to be contest ready all the freaking time. That's uh, that's way too lean and not not maintainable. But you can be pretty darn lean. And yeah. uh, I just think it's best for me visually and motivation wise to stay lean and, and work on those lean gains. Um, just allowing a little bit of fat gain in addition yeah. to the muscle building. Uh, I think that's best for me all around. I think you really got to know yourself. Mm-hmm. what like mentally <laughs> how you how you can handle fat gain and and i hate cutting so i'd rather not go through any big cuts yeah. uh again in the future and I, I just from experience know that the the bigger surpluses don't mean don't translate into better faster gains for me personally no, it doesn't, no not for most people either i mean you, you can't you can't force force on muscle i mean there's It'll go on at your genetic rate, you know, providing your trading is sound. And as long as you're eating enough food to support that, mm-hmm. which I mean, I've read it can be as little as 100 calories over maintenance. Like, yes, you know, I mean, so let's say to let's say 500 over maintenance, just so you're, you know, for, as a margin of error. I mean, that's not that much. I mean, that's you know, that's a an extra really big potato a day. I mean, it's not well, maybe more than that, but it's, it's not it's not a lot of food. It's uh, so yeah, and yeah, you have to be in a surplus, but not in an excessive surplus, which I think is yeah, it's, it's counterproductive just for that reason. You have to diet all it off, all that weight off later, and yeah. which is stressful. And, and odds are you'll lose a lot of that size that you that you forced on, you know. So it's uh, yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, I don't want to say a lean bulk because that's kind of that's kind of an oxymoron, but it's just yeah, it's just it's a slight surplus in calories. That's all you need. Exactly. I think. 
yeah, it's a message that needs to get out there a lot more. Just just adequate ca- calories, and it's a uh, yeah, it's slight. Even 200 calories is it's it's not that much extra, and it, you may gain a tiny bit of fat in that process. You just keep things in in check, and it's uh should be good to go. None of this big freaking boss. See so many guys just just going nuts on their diet. Oh man, you're gonna be you're gonna regret it. <laughs> well, yeah. And- and like one thing I've learned, and this is from you know knowing so many bodybuilders for for so many years, and it's that the guys I've found who are successful like year in and year out, and they they look pretty good all year, and they always come, they always get in shape, and they tend to not do really really stressful things to their body. Like they don't do extreme. Like they don't like they're they're never extreme dieting except for maybe a couple of weeks, and they're never extreme bulking. You know, they have a really kind of positive, you know, really kind of health. I don't, you know, yeah, healthy approach to how they feed and how they train. And it's just they never have to do the extremes. And as a result, their their moods are generally better. Like they're not grumpy when they diet and they're not forcing down food and being anal retentive. Like, oh, it's two hours. I got to go eat. You know what I mean? They have a very kind of non-stressed approach to it. And I think that kind of leads to like a really, really positive kind of long-term relationship with the sport and with your body. Like, ah, good point, man. Yeah, it's all—it's all in your freaking head, man. If you, have a, <laughs> if you have a really good, intelligent, positive approach to this. Like, you can do it for the rest of your life and not be stressed about it. Like, exactly. Yeah. Ah, I think that's very well said. Very sound advice for sure. Um, now, photo shoots—you've done a few of them. And you just did one recently this past summer, 40 years old. Were you already 41 or did you just recently turn 41? That was, uh, yeah, yeah, I had just turned 41. Okay. Did you find it any tougher now that you're in your 40s getting um, ripped for this photo shoot compared to previous photo shoots? You know, honestly, no. If anything, it was easier. I mean, I just, you know, I just wasn't stressed about it. I just... I just I knew I I knew what to do. I knew the work I had to put in. I mean, the only challenge I found and it's kind of it sounds immature, but it was just because I was living in New York City and there's there's just so much <laughs> food that I love to eat there. Uh I, I found that a little bit of a challenge, like knowing that I was leaving and that oh man, I I'd really like to try this before I go kind of thing. Um but that was you know, that was really I I still ate what I wanted, just much not as much of it and yeah, like no, it was not it was not stressful at all. I mean, in fact, like in previous years, it you know, I, I tended to get a little more wrapped up in, oh, am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? You know, get this person's advice, that person's advice. This I just I knew what I had to do, just a few simple things that you have to do, you know, exercise, you know, caloric deficit, blah blah blah. Let that let the process carry out, you know, give yourself extra time. That's probably the smartest thing anyone can do is figure out how many weeks you need. And then add twenty five percent. So because you're you're always going to be late, <laughs> you know. So you like why not give yourself that kind of margin of error, you know, to begin with. And I just kind of coasted in, and it was fine. That is beautiful. I love that twenty five percent extra time. Just I think I think slow and steady is always a yeah. a good smart approach. And uh, I I have gone through the same thing i i definitely feel the most recent photo shoot was way easier for me i find each photo shoot just becomes easier and easier even though i'm 
I'm getting older and yeah. things are supposed to get tougher for us, but I just think experience there has a lot to show for it. And, um, yeah, I just wish, I wish a lot of people who, I mean, a lot of times I'll share advice. There's so many guys, it's almost like we got to make the mistakes. I mean, even with yeah. our kids, we, I try to tell my kids the same thing. My parents try to tell me stuff and it's like, you almost have to go through these experiences yourself. Like with me doing all that extra cardio and everything and being on the stair climber all the time, getting all bro and shit. Um, with my cut, it was, uh, I had to go through that just to learn the lesson. I mean, you know what? It really, it's not worth it to run yourself into the ground. You can take, uh, a nice slow and steady approach, a, a little more stress-free approach, um, to getting cut. And oftentimes that's the approach that's going to work better, be more effective for you because, you're not stressed about it and you're not, you're not kind of fighting your body's hormones, the, all the stress hormones, uh, going well, yeah. on there. Like, yeah. And what I did this past year is, is I've learned that you just start with just the really easiest steps, you know, like, so you're coming off of when you're eating basically whatever you want and, and, you know, just training heavy and hard. Like now you restrict your diet a little bit. Like you remove like the obvious offending stuff or whatever, or you cut your calories a little bit and that, that'll, that'll create some progress. Like you don't have to jump right into, you know, a thousand calorie deficit and 45 minutes of fasted cardio every day. Cause like, what the hell are you going to do in two months? Like what card are you going to play? Like right. if you're already doing that shit, like, like what are you, like, you going to do? You know, like, you know, it's, so it's like, you just start and create, you know, you kind of create a, a, a positive kind of ripple effect. And every few weeks, you know, you step it up a little bit more. But by that, you know, you're already doing stuff so it doesn't feel like a huge change. Like, if, you know, you're, if you're gradually making changes, it just feels kind of effortless. I agree. Yeah. 100%. For sure. For like, sure. That's... Yeah, I, you hear this too. I mean, the first thing people say is, like, oh, you know, January 1st, I'm going to start doing 45 minutes of cardio every morning on an empty stomach. And it's like, okay, great. Well, that's that'll certainly work. But what are you going to do February 1st? You know, are you going to be doing 90 minutes every day on an empty stomach? Is that, you know, like, like have fun with that. Yeah. yeah, you give yourself no room, <laughs> no room to progress when things aren't going the way you want them yeah. to go. Yeah. You can't really change anything. It's a, no. You're not going to be eating under 1,000 calories <laughs> and doing 45 minutes to an hour of cardio and trying to and survive your day it's uh yeah. I, I mean yeah i mean i just look at i don't know i remember reading i hearing a story that on the day of the olympia like in vegas like dorian yates used to he'd have his, his wife at the time with him and his kid and they'd go shopping and stuff you know what i mean like he's just and then he'd go to the show and you know and win you know it's just like you don't have to make it this stressful you know you just yeah. do the work trust in the process and and it's fine you know yeah, it's. I really hope it seems to be a message that's starting to get out there a little bit more. Although still, backstage, I just see so many guys looking so depleted, so run into the ground because yeah. they've been way too aggressive with their diet and doing tons of cardio and just completely run themselves right into the ground. So come contest day, they're just completely depleted. It doesn't even look like they're having fun. This big event that you're supposed to be excited for and, and proud of and you can barely even keep your eyes open and and function it's just uh, that's not the right approach you should be 
I, I was bouncing around backstage. I was just full of excitement <laughs> and full of energy. And I was drinking my water while all these other guys were like, Oh, yeah. wait, well, I can't believe you're drinking water. You're going to, you're going to blow up and look bloated. And I'm like, come on, dude. It's that's just, that's funny. I mean, I, I should say though, what my, <laughs> I did it. I did a shoot this, uh, I, I did a couple this past summer and I did one in, in New York city in the, and again, it's in the depths of summer and it's humid and, the city's always hot to begin with, and and I remember I had you know I was restricting my water intake that last day, and and I had to meet the photographer, so I jumped in a cab and I got in a I got in a traffic jam, and it was like a hot box in that thing, man. Like, <laughs> I must have lost another ten pounds of water just sitting in the back of that cab, but, uh, <laughs> but man, was I dry. Yeah, <laughs> I I've done it too. I've done the whole water cut, water manipulation, and and uh, I found I looked better. Yeah. with water in me i definitely had more vascularity um yeah so i i definitely i mean it, like i said i think it's we yeah. it is a process you have to learn yeah. you know, see how your body responds and unfortunately you, to, you learn from some of the mistakes that you that you make and well you, I, I tip my hat to you though if you got the if you got the, the nuts to get on stage and that's that's next level. I I admit I haven't taken I haven't taken that plunge yet. So I gotta I gotta tip my hat to you there, man. That's it's fun. I'm glad I did it. Never dreamed of doing it in the past. I really owe uh, Tom Venuto for giving me that nudge to do it, really persuading me to do it. Cause I I thought there was no way in hell I'd ever prance around on stage in a teeny tiny posing trunks there and show. I I just thought it was too. I don't know, vain or I just, it wasn't for me. And yeah. then I, now I realize it's totally for me. <laughs> I, I love it. I really, really enjoy the moment. Um, it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun to do it. That's awesome. Yeah, man. So uh, do you enjoy like going for abs being super lean? Like, is it something that, that you enjoy or do you, are you well, a little easier on yourself? Like just faint abs is fine for you. You're comfortable with that and maintainable. Um, yeah, well, I do have to, um, yeah, like I, I always can see my abs like year round, but I do think, especially now, you know, I'm a little bit older. I, I like to include always like a block in my, in my training year where I, where I try to get strong, where I just, that that's my focus. And, I, I stay a little, not so much in the mirror, but just a little bit more like focusing on moving some weight. And I just find that that little bit of break, it's more mental than anything. Um, when I go back to my more aesthetic training and more mirror focus, I get a really good bounce from it because it's just, it's just so different. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm in the middle of that right now, just uh, doing a lot of variations of the Olympic lifts, a lot of deadlifting. Um, and it's wearing me out, like I, it's affecting my sleep and stuff like that. So that's sort of how I know it's. It's I've almost milked it for all it's worth. But it's uh, when I go back to training more for aesthetics, I, I get a really quick turnaround. Um, so it, so to answer your question, like I do like, you know, I do like kind of staying really kind of leanish year round. But I do also respect having a little bit of a block where I just focus on moving the bar, moving the plates. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like a little bit of both, but definitely my, yeah, my, my pride and joy is, is aesthetic training. Absolutely. Fantastic. That, that's something that I haven't done 
oh, in a very long time, just focus on strength for a block of time. Uh, I do love it. I, I mean, strength training is always a component of yeah. my programming, yeah. uh, but I've never just dedicated time to to just lifting heavy shit, and that's that's all I'm doing. Um, I think I, I, I'm going to have to program that in there sometime uh, sometime in the near future. I think after I get through this current cut, I think that'd be good timing for me to to just focus on some strength. So how often do you hit the gym then when you're, when you're just focusing on uh, hitting your big lifts and, and lifting heavy shit? Well, if I was smart, <laughs> if, I was, if I was writing this for somebody else, it would be three or four days. But because I'm, I'm writing it for, if, because I'm writing it for myself and I'm my own worst client, uh, I've, I've been going five days and that's, that's just been too much. So I, I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel the effects of it. Just, uh, Again, the first thing I notice when I'm starting to push the envelope is is my sleep patterns. I will get really tired at about six o'clock at night, and then by midnight, though, I'm I'm wired. It's like I, you know, it's like I just had a, a double espresso. So, um, yeah. So I, I've kind of pushed it a little bit too much, but it's um, yeah, it's it's something I like to do. Not so more so just for the turnaround effect when I go back to higher rep, more aesthetic training. Is mm-hmm. it? That's more I do it just so I can take advantage of that. Because it's such a it's it's completely different, and the body just seems to react better. Right. How long a block would you schedule a strength phase for? Oh, this one I'd be doing. Um, well, I would do it for th- at least for at least three months. Okay. Possibly. Yeah. Well, I mean, even eight weeks. That's that's fine. I mean, if you yeah. if you're. But to this particular one, it's it'll be four months when I'm done, and that's that's probably too much. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just, yeah. I mean, I just felt after going through that long diet and and then moving and stuff, I needed to get something where I just really got my nervous system involved and just and just really felt more explosive. So uh, it and it's fun. I mean, getting strong is fun, in, in, in until it's not fun anymore, and then it's uh, <laughs> it's time to go back to <laughs> more aesthetic stuff. Excellent, excellent, bud. Very cool. Well, really enjoyed uh, this episode of the Modern Musclehead. Always love talking to you, and uh, looking forward to uh, to just continuing to build on this and uh, build up the Modern Musclehead show and share some of our insights from our training and experiences. And Absolutely, and follow you as you get ready to step on stage this fall or next. I can't wait, next man. Fall. Next fall. Yeah, I got plenty of time. 11, 11 months. Or, well, <laughs> You're 11 months out, man. I'm 11 months out from the show. <laughs> Lots of work ahead of me. But, it, I mean, in itself, that, that's fun. Going to get cut right now and the build, those slow gains. Um, ah, looking forward to the journey. Yeah, All right, brother. So, everyone listen, you want to follow, uh, definitely head over to Brian's blog website, briancron.com. Tons of killer articles on there. Always love, inspired by his uh, writing. And then head over to metabolicmasterpiece.com. Check out the videos I have there. Always documenting my, my daily training and meals and just awesome. uh, loving this journey, man. Yeah, check out his site, man. It's pretty awesome. His daily his daily videos are awesome. That's uh, good fun. All right, brother. I'll see you next week for uh, for our next episode. Absolutely. All right, take care, bud. Bye bye.